So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Well, listen here. Hello, and welcome to 90 Day Fiance Okay. I'm Mr. O, and today, Miss H and I will be discussing part two of the Before the 90 Days Season 5 tell-all. In this episode, Kim has a vendetta against anyone that spoke ill of her. Mike is just trying to hold things together. Gino explains how he accidentally sent some nudes. Benjamin shows us his trip back to Peru. Ella takes a lot of crap over her birthday shenanigans. And Memphis makes the smart decision to dip out early. Since this is the final episode of the season, we'll end with our power rankings of the main cast. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe. And if you're also watching Love After Lockup, we're covering that on our other podcast, Love After Lockup. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and enjoy. Hello, Mr. O. Hello, Miss H. How are you enjoying your spring break? I'm very jealous. I was jealous last week of your spring break, so now it's my turn. It's always hard to go back, though, I think. Yeah, I mean, but at least, I don't know. It depends on how much time you go back. I have forever to go when I go back. Like, I have over two months of school when I go back, um, which is usually not cool. Usually it's kind of like, oh, we're getting there. We're almost done. And my school just goes on forever now. It's it's ridiculous. It's very short, and it's going to just sneak up on me real fast. So speaking of sneaking up real fast, we had a really short couple here. Memphis and Hamza were barely in this tell-all, mostly because Memphis started not feeling well, so she ends up leaving early. And then Hamza stays for the tell-all. He tells us that his papers were delayed because of COVID, but he did get to see the baby when the baby was about five weeks old. So they've been married for almost a year now, and everything seems to be fine. No complaints. And really, no one asked them any questions, had any comments for them. There was really no follow-up. It might be because Hamza was left by himself and, you know, he was using a translator. And so Memphis wasn't really there to field the hard questions, but they were like barely in this. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I got to say that was probably a pretty savvy move on Memphis's part is yeah. the, uh, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to go. Bye. Right. Before it's our turn. <laughs> Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. She didn't want the hard hitting questions because I see, I've seen online that she has been mostly unhappy with how she's been edited. Um, so she's, uh, been very defensive about, you know, like people have been questioning, is the baby really his? Like the timeline oh, seems super they? suspicious. Yeah. Definitely. Like, there's definitely been people who have been like, how would you even be able to tell you were pregnant that early on? It's like, well, it seems pretty obvious to me. Like, I mean, she was there for three weeks. So that's enough, long enough to at least get a positive pregnancy test. Yeah, if you get one of the early ones. But you still wouldn't have missed your period yet. Right. So we, right. You wouldn't necessarily think like, oh, especially if you're in another country and you get sick, I wouldn't necessarily jump to, I must be pregnant. Yeah. So, I mean – The way I interpret that is she was possibly trying to get pregnant and that she just didn't want to put that out there because it would make her seem really stupid, especially if things Mm -hmm. didn't work out. Right. Like people would judge her based on that. Like, why are you trying to bring a child into the world? You you haven't even met this guy. And so she's going to get judgment either way. But I think, you know, she's trying to prevent that kind of judgment so it's like just easier to say oh it was an accident you know yeah i mean i (laughs) i'm very sensitive to that because my family has a 
long and storied history of not using protection and immediately getting pregnant. <laughs> oh, like that, that is just my entire family. Like just one time, that's it. Somebody's getting pregnant if oh, there's no that's happening. And so like, I, I'm not like, oh, you just did it once and you got that. That to me is like, yeah, that's how it works sometimes. Yeah. Just the one time, just the first time. Yeah. I, I just honestly, I see her as kind of somewhat, uh, I don't want to say manipulative, but I think she knows what she's doing. And even if she's just like, oh, well, I'm open to being pregnant because it could play out this way, you know, and I think she she was okay with it. Right. I mean, and then the suspicion then when she leaves the stage because she's not feeling well and she's like nauseous, is, well, is she pregnant again? Like, is that a thing? Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, I guess it's all right. He's here and at least could help her through this pregnancy, but it just seems yeah. like a lot. Yeah, yeah it just seems really <laughs> bad. Like he's they still don't have the communication thing 100 percent down because he still doesn't. He still is needs a translator on the show. Now, that's also because everybody else who spoke, who wasn't totally fluent in English, like was Spanish and there was lots of Spanish speakers around. Yeah. Like in the show, like they talk to each other in Spanish and stuff. So like it's, you know, a little bit different that he was the only, you know, Arabic speaker up there. But yeah, and it kind of left with it was all, yeah, just like, oh, do you love your baby? Oh, isn't that amazing? But we got no clips and anything of them. So I don't know. It was, I, but just, I guess it's fine because I didn't really need anybody to go after Memphis. Mm -hmm. Like, she wasn't the one I was tuning in to hope people went after. Right, right. So, you know, pivoting on that, let's go back to Gino and Jasmine. Oh, gosh. So we're double dipping Gino and Jasmine because we got them on part one and now we have more of them on part two. Uh, they want to get to this whole sending nudes, revenge porn thing that, that happened. And they show clips from the episode and then the stunned silence from the cast. Now, Gino wants to clarify, though, he wants to make sure everybody knows it was a topless picture, not nude I pictures. I hate this guy. I hate this guy so much. He keeps on saying partially nude. It's like, quit trying to downplay it. It doesn't, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. That doesn't change the calculus of it. Like, nope. yeah. Um, anyway, but he says the, the bigger excuse that he has here is that um, it was an accident. He said this particular ex was always rubbing in her new boyfriends and – Whatever, he was being childish and he even is admits to that. But he wanted to send her a bunch of pictures of his hot new girlfriend. And he just kind of said – he says he just sent a bunch of pictures in a batch and didn't you know, didn't realize or didn't notice that one of them was a topless picture. Stupid. Now, Mike asked Jasmine if he thinks well, – you really think it was accidental? But Jasmine's like, no, because when she showed me the text, it was like a picture and then a text and then a picture and then a text and then a picture and then a text. It wasn't a batch like that. So – you know, Sean's kind of calling Gino out because she, she told G Jasmine one thing, she's telling us something else, and he just does that thing where he where he gets caught lying and just like puts his chin into his neck and shakes his head. Uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh. <laughs> All right. So um, Ella wants to know, well, you know, if you said it happened that way, why didn't you just show her the messages on your phone? Show it on your phone. And uh, he can't do that because as soon as he got into a little bit of trouble, he deleted everything. So – Backstage, um, that's all we see from them, but except for backstage where, you know, creeps are sticking together and Benjamin wants to give Gino a chance. He <laughs> yeah, thinks he's right. a good guy. Yeah. Uh, so he suggests that maybe they should get some professional therapist. And also it seems kind of hinting 
like me. I'm good at giving other people advice, even though mine's disaster. So we'll get more to um, Benjamin later. But okay, how much do you buy this? Like on a scale of you know one to a hundred, like how much are you buying Gino's? I Negative. accidentally said it in a batch. Negative. Negative. Zero, right? Stop. Zero. Yeah, because he keeps on getting <laughs> caught in lies. He is the worst person ever. He's like. Oh, you know, I accidentally sent it in a batch, like blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. And then Jasmine says, and then he tries to downplay it going, I only sent one. And he made a big deal about going just one, one partially nude. It's like, get out of here. It doesn't matter how many at this point. One is more than, you know. Zero. One is more than the zero that is the acceptable number. Right. Zero is the only acceptable number. Exactly. So, so after it's that, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I only murdered one person. Why are you so mad at me? I just killed one person. It was oh just one. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's ridiculous. And then, you know, Jasmine goes, uh, no, it was three. And it's like he has no answers for it. It's like I don't even know why he's even trying, like, to even lie. I mean, unless he had some kind of agreement with Jasmine before to be like, hey – I'm going to try to smooth things over so everybody doesn't hate me and I don't get hate DMs and hate comments. Can you back me up? Like, that's the only scenario that I could possibly fathom why he would attempt to lie when someone else could very easily contradict what, what he's saying and, like, basically expose the truth. And it just doesn't make any sense to me why he would be so dumb. Oh, no, it makes no – because he had to conjure this story, right? Yeah. It wasn't like – it wasn't like he thought – he was. He had to think in his head, what's what's a story I can come up with where this is going to be acceptable, where it's going to be maybe not acceptable but at least the an least, excuse. yeah. Understandable, yeah, yeah. And like – but he knows if it's not true that Je- the person sitting next to him knows the truth. Right. And like, why are you going to do, hope, it may, I guess just taking that gamble? He just throws him out there like, maybe it'll work. I don't know. It never has before, but maybe it will this time. Yeah. Like, maybe she'll just, you know, shut up and not say anything and just bring it up with him later. I don't know. I don't know. Because you know he's lying when he, cause he just kind of, he, he has a lying, he has a terrible poker face. He, okay, that and he still continues. Yeah. He still continues to lie. I do not get this person at all. Like, is he really that dumb? And then the other thing that really pissed me off was when Ben was, like, talking to him about, you know, therapy and stuff like that. Gino was, like, very upfront with Ben. He's like, no, I don't think I need any therapy because that's all stuff in my past. And it's just like, seriously? That passage you need therapy for is literally to, like, come to terms with the things from your past past right like, but he's just like well i'm just gonna focus on my future it's like you can try focus on your future all you want how far in the past are we looking to because you were like five minutes ago and you lied to everybody on the stage so i kind right. of feel like that's the things we're dealing with yeah like clearly your future isn't going to be any different if you don't address the things in the, your past and you're not addressing the things in your past because you clearly think you don't need to well that's also like you know that's that's the toxic relationship right that's I would yeah. I would I don't think he's an abuser but that's the abuse oh can we just forget about it we'll just forget about it and move on we'll focus yeah. on the future right and it's like no we have to actually deal with the stuff I am just very frustrated with him and then the whole thing with Jessica him lying about Jessica Ben's friend as well was Ugh. also really frustrating to me Yeah yeah, I mean, I, I kind of left, hopefully you'd put about it, Jessica, where Ben came on because there was a whole 
other thing where that I didn't even want to write it down because I didn't I don't understand what was happening there. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I mean, I didn't write about them specifically, but but they I got mean, into like a crosstalk thing and yeah, like yeah. But I think just the bottom line, it's just yet another thing that Gino is lying about, you know, and that he can't prove yeah. everybody. And that's the thing that's really annoying too. It's like, how does everyone else have receipts, and you're trying to dispute what they're saying, but you don't have receipts? Well, because he's. Because he's dumb and lying. We all know that. He's dumb and lying and bad at it. He's lying. He, because their receipts prove what, what they said and his receipts would not prove what right. he said. Right. So he just doesn't show them at all. Yeah. Stupid. Well, he, he discards them. He gets rid of them so you can't even find them. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. I it's just uh. – Okay. So let's talk about Ben uh, and Mahogany because Jessica does come up in all this. So uh, Ben says that he's an ex-pastor, so he feels a need to counsel and basically pastor everyone's relationship, which really rubbed Ugh. Kim the wrong way because she feels like he has the worst relationship of them all. We get a recap of his relationship with Mahogany, and Usman asks why Mahogany didn't meet him at the airport. Everyone agrees that that just wasn't very nice, and Mahogany claims she texted and called him, but then we find out that it was two days after he landed. Everyone except Gino wonders why Ben didn't turn around and just leave, and Kim thinks that it must be a Michigan thing since Gino and Ben are sticking together. Mahogany admits to lying about her age, but she says just by a year, and she says that it's probably because you really shouldn't be revealing everything about yourself online to strangers anyway. Ben isn't sure if her real age would have deterred him from pursuing her. Jessica, Ben's friend, is then brought on to ask uh, if Mahogany ever loved Ben. She said that she wanted to be sure the connection was there, and Jessica asks why she would ask for $10,000 from Ben. Ben says that it was worth the money to at least feel the love for two to three months and he doesn't regret it even if things hadn't worked out. Mahogany says that she asked to borrow the money and she said borrow and she had every intention to pay it back. Jessica points out that Mahogany's social media is provocative and promiscuous, so she kind of doubts that Mahogany was too shy to video chat Ben as she claimed and wonders what else that she's lying about. Mahogany says she didn't want to have a video chat with an old man when her English is bad. Okay, so Mahogany doesn't talk about Ben too favorably, but it ends up that Ben went back to Peru after filming because he wanted questions answered. So he went without a film crew. Ben made plans uh, the first night and got stood up after he arrived. Ben tells us that things are suspicious because... Her room was empty, and he feels like he was ready to end things. He went to break up with her, but then she said she loved him. He made a prediction on one of their home videos that they will be married in a year, and she just kind of says that she loves him. Kim says that she hopes it works, but she thinks that Mahogany is running game, and she thinks that Ben really has the worst relationship. Mahogany is upset that he filmed all of their visit to share with mm -hmm. the world and then calls Ben a liar. Jessica and Jasmine try to get involved, but Mahogany just says she doesn't want the drama. Jasmine then tries to stick up for Mahogany by calling Jessica a bitch because I'm assuming she was mad about the whole Gino-Jessica thing. And Jessica says that, you know, Jasmine needs to be more classy than that. Ella claims that Ben seems to be pitting the two women against each other. And then that's when Jessica kind of turns on Ben and says that he's fake. 
Ben says that Jessica's dramatic, and she says that he's a narcissist and delusional. When asked if they are back together by Sean, Ben says yes, and Mahogany says he needs to prove more uh, because she she needs to know if he has good intentions. Kim says that Mahogany needs to grow up because his intentions seem to be pretty clear. Jessica, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so then we get a situation where Jessica then randomly like turns around and apologizes to Mahogany for anything negative she says because she's now starting to realize that Ben is a fraud and he's probably been lying about her uh, to her, uh, Jessica this whole time. He, she calls Ben a fraud, thirsty as hell, selfish, mm-hmm. a shit mm-hmm. friend, and basically mm-hmm. says that they are not friends anymore. All right, so what was your whole uh, take on Ben after all this? I mean, Ben's this in person I thought he was. He's a yeah. creepy old man who thinks he knows better than everybody and thinks he can outwisdom people into doing what he wants. Like he, he the way he talks, just his you know self assurance and like cognitive. I am the I am the wise person who will come in and and help everyone else with their problems and things, and so. I mean, I guess I get – I definitely get where Kim was coming from yeah. in terms of being like, shut up. I don't know but he necessarily had the worst relationship. Uh, yeah, um, I was going to say. Some of them are worse. <laughs> yeah, I think other ones were worse. But I mean, okay. So we'll, I'm surprised we'll get to they have a relationship at all. I was shocked I when have I saw that video footage. no idea what Mahogany is doing and what her motivation is. Right. She is – it's clearly not straightforward, I, but I don't no. know what her game is. I have no idea what she's doing, why she's doing it. It's it, She's a mystery box to me. I have yeah. no idea. And it just drives me crazy. This is uh, – how had, did no one ask, why did you bring him to an Airbnb and tell him you live there? That's like the biggest God. mystery of the season. Nobody thought to ask it. Instead, they're right. like, why did you ask for $10,000? Why did you lie about your age? Ben seems like a straightforward. Why did she bring him to an Airbnb? Right. Tell me this. I want to know. Like, why is she so weird? She's just so weird when she interacts with him all the time. Yeah. And plays that hot and cold. And like, I don't know, Ben can't see through it. But I couldn't, we couldn't get any of those things because friggin' Jessica took over the whole segment. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of annoying too. But it's just like, I don't understand. Like, she did not seem into him at all. How do you go from that to, oh, yeah, I love you. I love you. Like, we have video evidence that she is saying that now. Right. But Okay, but which – and this this comes up with Mike's. Which, she's, which I love you was she saying? What do you right? mean? Oh, this comes up. We'll get to, we'll get to Mike. Te amo and take care of. Oh, no, she said it in English. Okay, she said it in – but which one did she mean? I don't know how good her English is. Well, I have no idea. All I know is that she said it because he said, oh, I predict one year from now we're going to be married. What do you think of that, baby? And she goes, oh, I love you. Yeah, that was a non-answer answer, right? The the thing. I don't know. I just I, – well, she wants him gone. She doesn't want him gone. She keeps he she she lets him stay for two days and ignores him, and then answers his text and shows up and says, "I love you." I don't I don't know what she's doing. I am so confused by them because even after this specific tell-all, I can't even tell if they're together or not. It's it ended really cold. She seemed to be pissed that he. She was pissed that he filmed that. Yes. Like it seemed like the part of the reason she was okay and and being there is I think. 
I got the impression that she kind of thought like, oh, no, you just brought this film crew down here so you could be on TV. You don't give a shit about me, whatever. It's not a relationship. And then he was like, well, fine. I'll come down without a film crew. We won't do anything. And then it ended up on TV. Yeah. Like, and so, yeah, I I could see if that was like the agreement and that's what he said, I would be pretty pissed too. Right, right. So thirsty as hell. I mean. Thirsty. Still not as thirsty as Jessica. I don't understand. And then she's got to, I don't, me? I don't like drama. What do you mean? Like. You're on a TV show, like, with everybody else's drama. What are you I talking about? I kind of sided with like Jessica. Drama? I felt like she got brought into a lot of the stuff, and I felt like she was just kind of defending herself. Because, I mean, Jasmine immediately attacks her, and it was like, but why? Like, No, you know, Jasmine, she was I, – I, I, was, I was on the board of – and everybody said this to her. Why are you even here? You weren't on the show. Like, what do you even – who are you? Who even are you? What like, same as Nelsie though? Nelsie was on the show more than Jessica was. I literally don't remember Jessica on the show. I think she was one of the people that Ben consulted before. So he she left. was on one of the twenty some yeah, odd. She was episodes. on <laughs> right. She was on for five minutes literally in the show. But you got to bring on the friend, right? You don't have to bring on anybody. Well, no, but that's the thing. You got to bring on the friend when another cast member is trying to like so flirt weird. with that's them. That's so weird. Right. So that to is, me, I, she got brought in for for other reasons, but that's not her fault. No, I thought she was – I thought she was – I was – I was – I was, when Jasmine was like, you're as fake as Mahogany's filters, I was like, yeah, she is. When she comes up there and she's like, well, I didn't care because – she said she, you know, they Ben said he, they were they were talking to her, and he, she was kind of inserting herself into their relationship and stuff all the time too. Like it, this is kind. It sounded like the way she kind of operates, and then says, "Well, I don't like drama," and it's like, but you seem to insert yourself uh, in everybody else's drama. She didn't say that at the end. She goes, "Okay, fine, I'm dramatic." Okay, she admitted to to the end. At the end, she said, I'm dramatic. But at the beginning, she was like, he said, oh, you like drama. And she's like, who, me? I don't like drama. No, no, no. Like, she was terrible. I didn't like her. I really didn't like her. Really? Because I didn't feel that way at all. I felt like she was definitely dragged into this. Oh, I thought she was a cloud chaser. She just wanted to be on TV. Oh, no. I think she absolutely just wanted to be on TV. Apparently, she's selling cameos. Like, I can't get over that. Okay. Like, <laughs> well, that changes my opinion because you know how I feel about cameos. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, and we mentioned it. So, let's go to uh, let's go to let's go to Mike and Jimena now. So, before it's their turn on stage, Mike shares his concerns that Nelsie – he knows Nelsie's going to be there. And he doesn't want Nelsie to try to, you know, drive a wedge between them and end the relationship. In the green room, the – Foreshadowing for everything is not going the way I was hoping it would go because everyone, well, at least Ella, Kim, and Benjamin, um, were really like, oh, I feel so bad for you, Mike. You had such a tough time. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I know. Saying he's such a good guy, I'm like, what have you guys been watching? Yeah. I, well, that's we'll get to that. So anyway, on stage, they show lots of clips of the breakup, specifically the parts where Jimena tries to get him to leave the apartment and go to a hotel because the relationship was over. He says in his defense that he, when he called her stupid, he meant to say he was stupid, not you're stupid, but his Spanish sucks. That's a liar. Um, yeah. So anyway, they confirm with Jimena that they're in a relationship and she agrees that they are in a relationship, but it's still a distance thing and she's hoping he fixed his bad habits or whatever. So Jasmine jumps in to say that she thinks that whatever reason they're together, it's not love. And Jimena's like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't, I don't love him. I told him that. 
And Jasmine asked him, why is she with him then? And she's like, well, I don't know. Maybe if he changes enough, I'll be able to tolerate him, I guess. I don't know. She says that she likes him. That's that's where she likes him but needs time. And that's where the Teamo versus Teikiro comes up because she says she says no Teamo, but Teikiro, right? Which is like, you know, love like you love a friend. Um, anyway, so Kim then calls this is what I'm saying. Kim then calls Mike a good dude and wants to know like what else he could do. Like there's nothing else he could do for this relationship because he supports her. And that means he should be able to do everything, apparently, according to Kim. Certainly, they say that Jimena um, was rude to Mike, too. Ellen knows, wants to know what, what Jimena is changing to make this relationship work. And Hamza says, you know, he just doesn't see this relationship work at all. Like, there's only one person who's in love in this relationship. Usman thinks is the problem that Mike's wants a relationship with someone who openly tells him they don't love him. So basically, everybody on stage is like, uh, Mike, you should probably just break up with this girl. So then it's time to bring on John, John and Nelsie. And they come on. And as they do, stressed out Mike is just like putting his hand in his, his, uh, his head in his hands, just being like, oh God, oh no God, oh Jesus. <laughs> and rubbing his, rubbing that tiny space between his, uh, between his eyes. So Nelsie comes out and says that Mike is pretty much buying a relationship. They focus on how much money he's been sending her and not how he doesn't even know how much it is at this point. So, um, Kim keeps butting in to tell her that, you know, I, I could hook you up with lots of ladies from San Diego before Nelsie tries to – before Nelsie then jumps in and tries to talk to Jimena. Jimena, however, just ignores Nelsie completely. So John asks – so John asks instead and it was like, well, why are you with him? But I don't know. It, it, she get, can't get one converse, one sentence out before Nelsie starts yelling at her. And also, at least this is me inject, injecting my opinion, Jimena wasn't lying or – being false about anything. She was very straightforward this whole time, I thought. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Nelsie calls her a gold digger and Jimena walks off. While they try to get her back, they all claim that Jimena is just going to take his money to, I don't know, suck his soul out and destroy him, apparently. Mike is very frustrated because things in this, you know, getting this relationship back were tenuous with a second chance. And now it looks really bad because everybody on stage is yelling at her. So eventually, Hemet comes back and says, I don't know why your friends always interfere with this, which prompts Nelsie to immediately interfere. Mike tells Nelsie to shut up and then get off the stage. Then asks for Hemet to come back because she left again. Uh, he still wants to go down there and see if he can work things out, and he tells her that. But he asks her to be more understanding. John says if he would want to, if, if she would want a woman to treat her sons the way that Mike treats her, and she's like, no. Uh, or she treats Mike. Then Mike says that what he wants is for her to learn English, but she was like, it's hard. So it just it sounds like they're going to give this another go when they get there. So I don't know. What, 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 what's your take on what's going on and why? No, not like this. Why did everybody take Mike's side? I have no that? idea why everyone took Mike's side. It was incredibly frustrating because they kept on saying, oh, he's such a good guy. It's like based on what? Yeah. The fact that you think he's being victim, like that he's like being used, that makes him a good guy. Not really. There's no. some pretty terrible victims out there. Sure. And I, I don't think he's the victim. I really don't. I mean, I don't, I don't think don't so either. That, I don't know that they've seen this whole thing, but it sounds like she broke up with him. He keeps bugging her. Yeah. And saying, I'll give you money. I'll give you money. I'll give you money. And finally, she's like, all right, then fine. Give me the give money. Me money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I if, see it the if, same way. So I, I don't feel sorry for him. I think people think like, oh, he's being used. That's so sad. 
So he's such a good guy. He's like willingly giving her money when she's clearly using him. So they're like villainizing her. And then by default, he's like a saint. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I, she, like I said, my thing, she is not lying to him. She no. is not steering him wrong. She is not trying saying one thing and doing another thing. She is like, if you want to give me money to try to be in a relationship, okay, but I don't love you. And if you want to, if that deal is okay with you, then fine, I'll take your money. Yeah. And then also I kind of felt that, you know, he tries to definitely play up like he's the nice guy. And so the uh-huh. one time that he, you know, really showed anger was one of the times was when he said that she was stupid. And it was just like, you could tell by the look on his face, like he was angry that she that he thought she called him stupid. So he was very intentional about calling her stupid. Yes. And so to- he did, Yeah, that's right. Because she said, this is stupid first. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just heard stupido. And so then he got pissed and he's like, no, too stupido. You know, and uh-huh. it's just like, um, yeah, you in- you definitely meant what you said. Now, granted, it was based on like an incorrect like translation like that you heard but your intention was still there. So to him to lie about that to also was like really frustrating. It's like, no, you didn't mean to say that you were stupid. Like he was trying to say like, oh, I was trying to say I was stupid. It's like, no, you weren't. Well, and the other thing too is like, apparently this was filmed early. So I don't know that they saw that key episode where Mike really yeah. had that like heel turn, right? Yeah. Especially the part where he's like, what, are you going to go back to your adult film job? Right. Right. And they don't. And then he was like, oh, you mean the one that you paid me to quit that one? Right. The one that we met on. So, I hope so, because I think I don't think he, they saw that. I don't think. Yes. The cast knew I mean, that. I hope that this whole oh, he's such a good guy is based on everything but the episode, because to me, that was just like I, I could sense that it was in him. But that one just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And Gross so, yeah. And so I, I, I think part of the reason they're on his side is because they're working with incomplete information. Um, but part of the reason they're not on his side is because it's people like Kim, like who are like – who also tried to basically buy sex in, the, in yeah. her, her storyline and says that everybody else's everybody else's relationship is worse than hers. Yeah. yeah right? right? So like I don't know. I just – but I also don't like – Nelsie, right, mm-hmm. as a friend is not helping. No, she definitely isn't. And so like one thing – at some point, it's like it's your job as a friend to just be like, I'm going to support you and not be like, I'm going to try to break up your relationship that you decide you wanted. Like that's not your decision as his friend? Right. But I think at that point, uh, it was more so about her being right. And yeah. the reality is that she's not Mike's friend. She's the wife of – well, I wouldn't say my wife, the fiance of Mike's friend, right? So yeah. it's like while she cares about Mike, that's not like, you know, her person. So, you know, I could see her kind of being like, no, I'd rather be right. Yeah. I'd rather just yell at this woman. I just <laughs> – it's crazy. Well, that's the thing too is of all the things she is because the other thing that gets me is I don't know how much do you think Jimena even like taking Mike's money and being in this relationship is from family pressure? I think it is a lot. Yeah, because, I mean, you've heard it from her mom basically saying, like, the family's going to starve if you're not with him. Right. And so that definitely doesn't meet my definition of gold digger, right? It's like she's not – she's desperate, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a sad situation, not like – oh, it's it's not like she's asking for yachts and, like, huge amounts of things. Right. I'd like to have a kitchen table. 
Well, I mean, the boob job wasn't uh, a useful ask, I guess. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's speaking of Kim, Kim was all over the place in this oh, tell all. Yes, yeah. she was. She just yeah. had to poke in everything. She did. Uh, uh, so Usman is calling for Kimberly because she has left the building. She was upset after she found out that Usman had called Zara. Usman tells us that he doesn't even talk to Zara as Kimberly is outside crying while her son tries to comfort her. Kim is upset because she thought Usman has always been forthcoming about things, but this is something she just didn't know about before. Jamal, her son, is skeptical of the whole situation. Usman is fired up and tells us that if he wanted to be with Zara, he could just be with her. He then says that, you know, if he wanted to cheat, he could cheat. He can have sex with whoever he wants, but he chooses not to cheat. And he's doing this all while yelling. Yes. So, yeah. Very loud. Yes. Usman tells Kim she's lucky to have him. So she's welcome to break up with him if she wants. Usman is pissed that people are accusing him of cheating when he didn't have sex with anyone. The whole cast jumps on him saying that calling Zara was inappropriate and flirty. And they wonder if he has feelings or connection with Zara. Usman says it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. It matters what Kim thinks. And she just keeps saying they'll resolve it later, which I think was her way of trying to say like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, but I don't want to lose face in front of everyone, especially since Kim has been going hard on everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think? <sighs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. This whole thing was very confusing to me. Like, I mean, because then when he said the words emotional cheating, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But yeah, but Kim was just like crazy. It was just like it was. she would be on somebody's side and they're like, well, you know, I think you kind of – she was like, no, no, no. I'm coming after you. You're the worst now. I hate yeah. you. I'm going right. to – wait till we talk about you because I'm coming for you. And it was like she was just – I don't know. She was my, one of my least – favorite type of tell-all people. Oh, like, yes. Like, just took everything personally. Right. And it's just all up in everybody's business. Yeah. And that's, to me, why I felt like she was trying to resolve it later. Because she she definitely kept on trying to, like, basically kick the, kick the can down the road, you know? She was just like, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. We'll, we'll talk about it later. She kept on saying that to Usman. And it's like, why not talk about it now? You know, yeah. you would get on everybody's case if the situation was reversed. And I think she didn't want people to judge what she was going to do because what she was going to do is going to make her look weak. Oh, yeah. Like just nothing. It was, yeah. She was going to do nothing. Right. Like, I, but that, yeah, it just, it just, people, I don't want to say people, Usman definitely missed the plot of why what he did was inappropriate. Right. Like, it was like, it's, it, I mean, in some ways, it's like worse than just hooking up with a rando, right? Not that hooking up with a rando is great, yeah. but like it, like it was something that was like it meant something. You really seemed like you were into her while you were talking on the phone, and you yeah. really seemed like you wanted it. But I just, it's crazy to me that the the idea of like, hey, you did something inappropriate with other women, and he and your his excuse is, I could have any woman I wanted. Just, just so you know, any woman, I could just drop the phone, I could call anybody, and I could be with them that night, all of them. He literally said any woman. Stupid. Any I know. woman. It made him sound so awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's just – I don't I don't know. It didn't – it didn't I, – I, I, he just – yeah. I don't even know how – I can't even put words together here. <laughs> yeah. I mean – 
I think the tell-all definitely, when we get to our power rankings, like, made him move down. Because for the most part, he didn't do anything terrible, comparatively. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. We'll get Messaging Zara wasn't the best move, but, I mean, he's kind of right in that he didn't actually cheat. Yeah, but, no, that, that, that to me, like, was the textbook definition of emotional cheating. Like you right. called and hooked up and had a, a, a you know moment with a, with an old flame and tried to see if it tried to see and f- put the feelers out there if it was if a relationship was on the table with somebody else like no that's that's bad that's yeah. really bad yeah definitely all right so speaking of actual cheating let's go to Ella and Johnny so we start by showing everybody on stage the video of Ella telling Johnny that she slept with another man. But when asked, Ella says that they are strong right now. There hasn't been an incident with anybody else. And she starts making her excuses. My love language is touch. And two years is a really, really long time. So Memphis is still there at this time. And she chimes in to be like, well, if that's true, maybe a long distance relationship isn't the best choice for you. (laughs) And uh, Ella's like, oh, whatever. I messed up. And I own it. I'm owning it. I'm owning it. And then, of course, Kim, our favorite chime inner comes in and on her high horse about like, I have zero respect for you. Zero respect for you. Again, this is someone who we watched beg for sex in one of the episodes. So, you know, Ella says that Shish um, shouldn't have been a surprise for him because she actually told him repeatedly that if she couldn't see him, she would be with other people. Johnny says that he was upset because, and this, he says as a Chinese person, right? He can't accept an open relationship as if that's weirdly like unique to Chinese people. So then he makes a weird comment that makes it sound like he actually doesn't care all that much that she slept with somebody. He just would have rather her not told her and he didn't want to have to hear about it. And then Jasmine pipes in to talk about how, you know, she didn't cheat and she's a very sexual person. She has toys and stuff to use. So then Sean asks Ella how she would feel if the tables were turned and she was like, it'd be fine. It's all right. It'd be fine. I totally understand which literally nobody on stage believes. Jasmine Jasmine kind of hints that this might have been a game to get him to come here and she doesn't actually sleep with anybody, but Ella says she definitely did. Then Sean starts another segment of leading questions. So you've been faithful since then? A hundred percent? God. Well, what about your birthday? And then we find out that Ella says she hung out with a guy friend and nothing happened. The cast gets suspicious when she mentioned how he flew in for her birthday, and then they start giggling when they find out that she met him on an Asian chat site. So anyway, Ella says that she stayed in the spare – he stayed in the spare bedroom, and they were just – nothing happened. Johnny says that he didn't know that, but Ella was like, you should have because I told you before he came. So then Kim says Ella's full of shit because, of course, anyone, anyone would freak out if a man was staying at your house. And they ask Johnny if he believes that nothing happened and he can't say right now. He doesn't – he just can't wrap his head around it. I don't know why he stayed the night. I don't know why he stayed the night. But she says they thought they had agreed to it. So then they ask when Johnny is coming to the States and it's supposedly in one month. But they filmed this in January. So that would have been in February. So then before they throw to commercial, Ella is seen backstage breaking down because she thought they were good. And she sits on stage and gets comforted by Sean, a producer, backstage. 
She video calls Johnny to apologize and does the, I just want to have a happy birthday. But Ella, she, I, half of the things she said, she said, said through tears this, this, this whole season, I swear. Yeah. And Johnny says it's okay and he's still going to come. So um, I don't know. What do you think? Would anybody be upset at a man staying in your spare bedroom? Uh, well, this is totally different, right? It's not like this is like her long friend, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, or even someone that she possibly met before. It kind of sounds like they really only had an online relationship and he was coming out there to meet her. So to me, that's like, yeah, that's incredibly suspicious. Like, it's not the same as you just have like a man Staying at your place. Well, and that's because... the thing is if it, if it would have focused more on the details of yeah. it and been like, sounds like you're trying to pick up another boyfriend because you like after you had a boyfriend, you went to this Asian chat site and now he's coming mm-hmm. to visit you where it, instead of just being like, well, oh my goodness, my, oh my stars, if a man stayed in the house, there's yeah. no way two people could stay in a house without having sex. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Like, like, yeah. Like, that. Yeah. Definitely shouldn't have focused on that because I don't know. It just seemed also like. Her reasoning for it was really stupid to me. I just wanted to have a good birthday. Everybody does. But that doesn't, like, I don't understand what the status of your life is that you consider a good birthday meeting up with some rando person on some dating whatever site. Well, no. Her definition of a good birthday is not being alone. However, that happens. And she said everybody else flaked on her. And so she didn't want to spend her birthday alone. And so it was kind of like, well, who will come see me? Like, that's what – she's extremely insecure. She is. And it's like, I don't know, needy is another – Yes. Actually, that reminds me of a birthday that I had where I was um, somewhere for work. And so I was – I wasn't around my friends. I was in a completely different state. And so I was like, oh, I'll just go on Tinder or whatever and see if I could like – just like meet up with someone to hang out with, not to like hook up with. And I ended up hanging out with like this random person that I had just met and we just had like a couple drinks and like that was it. I was kind of like, that was not a good birthday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it was fine. It was better than, like, hanging out by myself and feeling sorry about the fact that I, like, wasn't around friends and family. But in the whole scheme of birthdays, I would not consider that a good birthday. No, no, no. Birthdays are supposed to be with people that already know you and appreciate yeah. you. And yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. It just, they really seem to. I feel like Ella got – Ella just got more crap than people who I thought were – behaved objectively worse than Ella in the season. Okay. <laughs> well, felt- let me crap on Ella some more. Why in the world was she wearing some Crocs? Oh, no. She was wearing Crocs randomly like when she was like crying and I'm like, when the hell did she switch shoes and why? Why? Why are you wearing Crocs? Um, I, I We've been through this. My ha- Two-thirds of the kids in my school wear Crocs all, That is day. so bizarre. She's from Idaho. She ain't from Maryland. No, I know. I'm telling you, man. Crocs came back for the now. They came back for like teenagers, but no, I, I have literally never seen any of my kids wear Crocs. Really? On campus, if I were to walk around, I would not see a single pair of Crocs. That is the most random thing. I would say uh, maybe not two. I would say half. Half of them are Crocs. Oh my god! Yes, absolutely. That yeah. is the most horrifying news <laughs> ever. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Um, I just don't see Ella waiting for Johnny. I just think he's such a pushover. It's like after, you know, she she got called out in front of everyone, you know, when she private like kind of did a video chat off like the stage. All Johnny's like, It's okay, baby, don't worry about yeah, it. It's like, so oh my gosh. I'm very confused about what does Johnny just is is Johnny just like here's someone with boobs that wants me I must hold on for dear life I can't let this go because I don't know what he see all she's ever done is nag him and cheat on him like yeah. that's literally all she's done um so yeah. I don't I don't get it I'm confused by him too because he doesn't seem all that interested in getting to America right yeah I know the only thing he did mention is he did mention that he, you know, he's he's a divorced person in China and he was basically And that's like, hard to find that's someone, it. right? He's like, that's it. No, you're not gonna find somebody. Like that's it. Yeah. Because that's like that's enough of a red flag that it's gonna just scare everybody off. And so yeah. yeah, and 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 yeah. So what he's doing and why he just accepts anything. And I mean, did you kind of interpret that the same way? Like he his, he was really most upset that she told him she cheated and she should have just kept that a secret. And why did you bring me into that? I don't like that you brought me into that. I don't know. He didn't even seem all that upset when she cheated the first time. He was kind of like, that's understandable. I yeah. get it. You know? But like, he, he said, I just wish I just didn't want to hear it. I just didn't want to hear about it. Yeah. It's, it's weird. And they're like, did know. you want her to lie, not be honest? He was like, I just didn't want to hear about it. What does that have to do with honesty? Just don't tell me. Like, Yeah. Yep, very bizarre. All right, so that's probably the last we're going to see of most of these couples. Oh, yeah. Uh, The only group that I would kind of think we would see possibly in the future is um, Memphis and Hamza possibly, but I'm pretty sure she is like against going on the show again. And then, oh, possibly Gino and Jasmine. I could see them on a future 90 I could see that, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Not the ones that are broken up or... Right. Kind of broken. Yes, broken up, not broken up. I don't even know where people I don't even know what I'm not even sure what their status is now. Like yeah. most yeah, of the couples. I, no uh, I hope we don't see Mike on the single life, but you know. No, maybe if Femena took him back, then I don't think she did though. I think she's posted stuff with like her new boyfriend. I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking about my Yeah. Well, I mean, like Mike, I think, is rumored to be on the single life, just, you know, trying to date yeah. others. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. I would be okay, more than okay, if I never saw him again. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that brings us to our power rankings, since this is the last we'll see of most of these people. Mm-hmm. So who is your number one? Hamza? I know. We were talking about this offline. It is a sad, sad crew of people when Hamza is your number one. And I mean, like, I, I don't know. I guess neutral good? Yes, and that's what I, that's what I was thinking. Like, usually we have... Some people we objectively like that we put up. I like them. They did this. They were cute. They were funny, blah, blah, blah. And then we get to somebody who was like, this was my zero. This was my, they did nothing right. They did nothing wrong. They just existed on the show. And that's number one on this one. (laughs) Right. He was just neutral. Like he didn't say anything offensive. Um, He didn't do anything that great. Yeah. Yeah. He just just was was. there. He just was. He existed. Mm-hmm. He existed to be part of a couple. So that though this is the one where everybody is left of zero on the number line here. Right. Just everybody is down there. Okay. So who was your number two? Uh, my number two is Johnny. I did too. Um, I didn't really like that he was such a pushover yes. and seems to kind of 
you know, whatever. But and then weirdly enough, stood firm on not seeing her. Yes. Of all the things. Yeah, he put he was a pushover on everything except for COVID. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Johnny. Okay, who was your number three? Memphis. Okay, she was my number four. So I just, I, I mean, the only thing I, you know, some of the stuff she put up there, the prenup, the you need to marry me, and the way she talked to him, yes. I didn't like. But mostly she just annoyed me. Like the way she talks is annoying and I didn't want to listen to it. Yeah. Well, okay. So I will say uh, the difference between my three and my four, actually, I kind of feel like it could have been interchangeable because the problem I have with my three is the same with Memphis. And it was like that little, like, you know, that glimmer of anger you saw, you know? And that to me was why Memphis was like, remember when she was like yelling at his mom, like, you know, people think I ha- I'm angry. And it's like, well, you're <laughs> acting pretty you're angry yelling. right now, you know? And uh, so, you know, like, why does Hamza think I have anger issues? It's like, yeah. well, why does Hamza think you have anger issues that you're yeah, quick to anger? That was the thing with, with the translator. And Hamza was like, can you ask her why she's yelling at me? Because I don't know why she's yelling at me. Yes. And so to me, that was the annoying part about Memphis is she was just like yelling, right? So okay. that's why Usman to me was all like through my th- – I gave Usman number three – uh, to me, that was kind of interchangeable, Usman and Memphis, because Usman did also have like a little bit of like uh, anger. And let's also remind ourselves that Memphis is not completely innocent. She was also hanging out, sleeping at her ex's house for like a week and decided that was like, you know, going to be a secret. So and same thing, Usman, he wasn't completely innocent himself uh, talking to Zara. Oh, so it has been way lower for me. All right. So then my number four is Jimena. Okay. Um, just because, I mean, it's not great to be like, you're gross. Get away from me. Uh, but she was straightforward with him. And she yes. handled like handling his little baby tantrum of trying to break up when he tried to break up. She handled that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so too. And so like – I, I, you know, it was a lot, she got a lot of crap on stage about being a gold digger or whatever. But I was like, it, it, it's a little bit like that. Um, it reminded me a bit of Amphisa, right, from that season. Right. Like, she wasn't right. lying about what she wanted or what she was doing. Like she was just telling you, and you were you were the one who accepted that deal. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, if Jimena hadn't got back together again with yeah. Mike, she would have been much higher for me too. I think she probably would have been right and in up my in head. There. In my head, I just made that as well. If he's going to keep bugging me, I'll take his money. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to talk to him either way because he's going to keep, he's going to chase me down. He's going to keep right. bugging me. So. But to me, that's the only reason because personally, I actually liked her because I liked that she was straightforward and she didn't seem like excessive. I mean, excessive in the way that I'm thinking of Jasmine, you know, like Jasmine's just over Over the the top. top. Over the top. Yeah. But Humana just is a little bit more low key. Like she isn't particularly nice to Mike. So I get, you know, but yeah. So weirdly enough, I had Jasmine as my number five. Uh, And I think just because like she'd been through a lot and I really felt like she had to me become more likable through the season, although the tell-all was a, you know, step backwards, but. Sure, you know. sure. All right. So that means my number. Five. Is it four? Five is um, Mahogany. Okay. 
So she because, was my number six. Um, I don't know. Because, like, yes, because the, the weird, like, sh- there was something going on there. And yes. I have no idea what it was. And she was, like, as, as much of a creep and a goof that Benjamin was, she was stringing him along. And, yeah. like, weirdly, like, playing back and forth. And now he thinks they're in a relationship. And, you know, she would say that's over. She left him in the desert and then just agreed to meet with him later that day. And I don't know how much of that's just being young and not knowing, like, how to do this yet. Or – but it just seemed like she was behaving just erratically the whole time. And not like – you know, not like erratically like Jasmine behaved erratically from time to time. But just like what you're doing doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I also saw her as kind of neutral. There was a lot of mystery, like in terms of things that she did. It was hard to tell if it was bad or not because it's like we didn't know the whole story, you know, like. Yes. Was her, you know, renting out an Airbnb because she didn't want Ben to know where she really lived. Because I kind of feel like that might be part of it. You know, like she didn't want him to like come stalk her like there. So, like, there's, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it could have been good. It could have been bad. You don't know because there's too many question marks. Right, right. I mean, it, it could. We both teach teenagers and they don't make any damn sense. No. Like, and so why did why did you do that? Like, right. I don't understand. Like, just because you're young and dumb. Okay. Yeah. So, to me, I kind of stuck her in the middle just because of that. Because it was like too many question marks. All right. All right. Uh, so, who was your number six? So, my number six was Jasmine. And okay. I, oh, okay. I, so we had him. Yeah. Yeah. Next. So I put her a little bit lower just because, yes, I know she's been through a lot. And yes, she was kind of very vulnerable at the end that made her more mm-hmm. likable. But we started with evidence report. Yeah. And <laughs> she fought him over, did that bitch pick the color of your walls? Mm-hmm. And also, why does that bitch still have your last name? Like she, a lot of the stuff she did was just completely irrational and completely unhinged. Right. I think the reason why I overlooked that is because it's Gino and I'm not going to lie. Gino, pray for it down there for yeah, me. Yeah, pray for it down on my list too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so who's your number seven? My number seven is um, Kim. Okay. My number seven was also Kim. She was kind of gross. And yes. that was very sex touristy. Like, yes. Yeah. And yeah. Um, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say that that whole that basically that episode where she did. And then the tell all where she's telling everybody else what to do. And it's like, can we yeah. just replay that episode where you were like getting angry and begging for sex and getting angry that you weren't getting it? Like, just play yeah. that for everybody oh, again. Man. That would have been sweet, sweet justice. <laughs> <laughs> and having her explain that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would have been nice. Um, yeah. And embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so my number, what are we on? Seven? Seven, yeah. yeah. Eight. Yeah, we both, seven was both Kim, right? Yes, so we're okay. on eight. So we're okay, on eight. Okay, so my number eight was Jimena. So, I mean, honestly, for the same reasons that she was, you know, higher up for you, I can, I understand where you're going with that, you know? Because I actually, as a person, she seems like the kind of person that I would actually be friends with. You know, like I like that she's straightforward, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Just it just if you hate the guy that much, you shouldn't be with him. And mm-hmm. to me, it just seemed like such a simple solution. And she still ended up back again with him at the tell all. And so I think that to me, like dropped her down. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so likely my number eight dropped down farther at the end, and that's Usman. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 Zara call really really dropped it down because it, it that just said to me that he was never really interested in Kim at all. Yeah, as a, as a partner, like he did this. You're my potential, and I didn't even oh, invite God, you. Yeah. Are you really my girlfriend? And then you know when he felt like he wasn't gonna be getting more PlayStations, that's when he was like, oh okay, I guess you're my girlfriend now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's just. And it's just totally fake. And in him yelling about like all the women he can get is why this is dumb. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about your number nine? Uh, I think we have the same. We have the same four left, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I have a I feeling we might be in the same order, too. I was surprised this person is this high. And that's Ella. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I didn't like her. She cheated. She blamed she had excuses for everything i'm a physical touch person everybody yeah, stupid is a, everybody like i really need to have sex well yeah everybody likes that everybody wants to be touched everybody right. likes to feel wanted like that's you're not unique in that and you're not so unique that you have to cry cheat and thing wrong other people and wrong yeah. other people yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah yep Ella was also my number what are we on nine yeah yeah nine um okay all right number 10 then uh i went with mike Oh, you did. Okay. I did not. Didn't think I, I would. But again, like Mike's terrible. We talked about how bad Mike is. Mm-hmm. I think the other two guys are worse. <laughs> uh, I put Ben and I think uh, Ben over Mike. <sighs> I just don't like Mike's face. That's part well, of it. Yeah. Part um, of it. I do find him to be terribly disgusting and annoying. Um, thirsty. He's not as delusional as Ben. I think Ben definitely wins for more delusional of the two. Yeah. Um, also more, um, gosh, condescending. Uh, definitely thinks he's better than everyone else. Uh, so, yeah, that's annoying to me. But I don't know. Just Mike is just like, it's just gross to me. But my, I don't know. I just feel like And how Mike, he got angry too. I mean, at least uh, the least that we can say is that we never saw Ben get fired up and as angry. I mean, he definitely acted out in a more passive aggressive way. Mm-hmm. Like when he decided not to go to breakfast, like that was childish and immature. But yeah. he's not like Mike running off into the dark and like just being ridiculous and saying stupid things and threatening and then not leaving. I mean, Ben at least respected Mahogany when she was just like trying to get away from him. No, he didn't. He literally kneeled in the car door so she couldn't pull away. Right. But then when she said like he left, you know, and it's like that's not what Mike Mike was like. No, I'm not leaving. I don't know. I mean, I. I- I, I think Mike is just a, a a dummy, and I the part of it, part of the reason I just think I think, and well, I'm gonna I, I, we'll we'll get to it. Like I just think that Benjamin knows better, and he's manipulative. Mike is just desperately grabbing onto whatever he can. I think Ben knows what he's doing. He's a fucking pastor. God damn it, he's a pastor. He's gonna yeah. say that I'm shepherding people into the goddamn Christian. And he got, and he's a self-righteous ass about everything. Like he is just the kind of person that I hate the most. He gives Christianity right. a bad name. Like he gives men a bad name. He's sitting yeah. here manipulating a 20-year-old girl. Yeah. And saying it's God's plan. Saying yeah. it's God's plan. No. Yeah. Like that. Mm, mm, just like he, he 
Mike is like pathetic. Like Ben is just. Mm, okay. So did bad. you have Ben as the bottom? I did. Oh, okay. I did. I cannot express how much I hate Ben as a person. I think he's a terrible person. Um, and I think the fact that he uses – and the way – what he did to his wife and family and says oh, – yeah. goes over there. I nev- I've never been in love with this to the wife of – to the mother of his children. Yeah, like, that's Come ridiculous. on, man. But no. Like it, the tr- – oh, I really, really hate Ben. Okay. Well, <laughs> I can feel the hatred through the audio here. Um, okay. So uh, I said why I thought Mike was – Better than, or sorry, worse than Ben. Uh, Gina was actually my, the very lowest. Liar, 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 liar. And then on top of that, like, you're gonna send nudes and you're gonna try downplay it and make it not a big deal and, like, all this other stuff. I just hate this guy. Yeah, I guess I guess the biggest thing for me, I mean, he's bad. He's my number 11, right? So mm-hmm. he's one above um, Benjamin and the nudes did it. Like, yeah, Mike, he would have been above Mike if not for the nudes um, because Mike didn't do anything that like objectively awful, mm-hmm. but he doesn't pretend like he's better than that. Yeah. Like he, he that's that's who he is. He, he's dumb. He texts his ex, he's exes. He, you know, can't dress himself, refuses to better himself, won't take off his freaking hat. But God. at least he doesn't pretend like he's. The, the God's plan thing. This is this is God's doing that I send nudes to someone, like, and that, so that's what it was to me. I mean, it was really it was it was the the God's plan thing really, really yeah. got me. Yeah, for sure. And and you know what? Honestly, uh, it, it, this always comes up. Ben's a dad, and Gino and Mike aren't. Right. It's for the best. <laughs> <laughs> it is. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't they be. They shouldn't be. Oh, my God. Remember, Gina was trying to get her pregnant? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, do you have a life lesson for these group, for this group? Yeah. So this is, this is I, I had a life lesson for me and I guess for most of the listeners. And I have to stop expecting these garbage people to not take the side of the other garbage people <laughs> <laughs> because they're all garbage. So, of course, their decisions make sense to you. And I feel yeah. like that's why the tell-alls are always so disappointing. Like I turned in for everybody to go on Mike and they all said, what a nice guy. Like, like yeah. I turned in for them to go people? on Ben and they're like, whoa, why did you lie about your age? Like literally one – Jasmine at least called him a pervert. Like, yeah. uh, like <laughs> so we at least had that. Yeah. So my uh, life lesson is aimed towards Gino. It's like we live in an age where you cannot lie – Without having some kind of doctored evidence, you know, and you're going to try lie with someone who has receipts. Like, how dumb are you? Yeah, it's just people just, well, I mean, I'm damned if I'm damned if they have the receipts. So I'm damned if I admit it. So I might as well take a shot. Like, let's let's go for it. Yeah. Well, my life lesson is don't do that. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're done with this group and we have uh, a new group, uh, 90 Day Fiance, the original. Yep. OG next week. Mm -hmm. All right. Until then. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.